0: Allah Ta'ala gives the reason for mentioning these incidents. Allah Ta'ala says, وَكُلَّن نَقُصُّ عَلَيْكَ مِنْ أَنْبَاءِ الرَّسُولِ مَا نُثَبِّتُ بِهِ فُعَادَكَ That all these incidents of the previous Anbiya Musallatu M.S. that we relate to you, Allah Ta'ala is addressing Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. That these incidents of the Anbiya Musallatu Salam we narrate to you so that by means of this we strengthen your hearts. Manu Sabhitubihi bihi fuadak Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Who could have been more firm, more stronger than him in terms of his heart? So this is something which is actually more for those who are the ummatis of Rasulullah. ﷺ. Nabi ﷺ himself took consolation from this, took further strength from this. So if this was something addressed to him, how much more it applies to us? And in this time of the year, when the time of when the first of Shawwal starts, it is already the days of Hajj. And the days of Hajj, from beginning to end, are a reminder of the life of Sayyidina Ibrahim ala Nabi, alayhi wa salam. So this is a time where Allah Taala has made this entire life come into sharp focus the life of Ibrahim Salam and his family. And year in and year out, we are given this message, this lesson. So briefly discuss some of the aspects of this life of Ibrahim Salam, and what message it has in it for us, what we should be taking from it, how we should be relating to this lesson that he gave us, what we should be imbibing in our lives, so if you look into the life of Ibrahim salatu wasalam, this is something common with all the Anbiya and it is highlighted in his life that from beginning to end everything was complete ishq and muhabbat and the love of Allah ta'ala. and at every step this ishq and this love was tested and he proved this claim of love Every one of us has made a claim of love also, and a person says "La ilaha illallah." Then this is a claim of love, a claim of love of Allah Taala. That he is negating everything "La ilaha." The first part of the kalima is negation. He negated everything, but Allah, illallah. Now this is a claim that I've negated all the makhluk, anything that comes in the way and becomes a hurdle, an obstacle in getting to Allah Ta'ala, I've negated it. I've negated my own nafs. I've negated my temptations, my desires. This is a claim we make. So this is the claim that we make. Now the issue is to live up to the claim. Ibrahim والسلام, also was tested in the same claim and this love. And this is the lesson that he brought alive every year. So if we just take one or two incidents that took place in his life and try to see what we learn from it, what do we take from it. Ibrahim والسلام, is blessed with a child when at a very old age. He is past eight years at that time. And after a lot of desire and hope of a child, now at the time when there is normally no hope. At that time Allah Ta'ala blesses him with this child. Incident is well known to us. Now the child grows up and grows to an age where now he can be of assistance to the father. So now that he's come to this point Ibrahim wasalam, is given that order now you must slaughter this child. So This is something very very simple to talk about very easy to discuss very easy to listen to but put ourselves in his shoes at that moment in time when he didn't know what is going to be the outcome. He wasn't aware that what will be the outcome. Allah ta'ala will take away the effect of cutting from that knife and this child won't be slaughtered at the end of the day he wasn't aware of that the command of Allah Ta'ala came now what is the response of a person with ishq, with muhabbat with love this is Ibrahim one lesson in this is that he gets immediately ready to fulfill the command of Allah Ta'ala what is this did he not have any feelings for that child? Was he not attached to him? Was he not going to be grieved that this child is going to now be gone? He was a human being. He also had the same emotions that other human beings have. But when it comes to the command of Allah, Ta'ala, nothing can come in his way. Ibrahim salatu wasalam, is being tested in this. And he's ready to fulfill the command of Allah Ta'ala against all whatever goes through his heart and mind in terms of natural human emotions. All those human emotions can be put one side. But the command of Allah Ta'ala can't be tempted with. That cannot be now put aside. And in this we learn what is Ithar. Ithar means giving preference to something else. The first level of Ithar is that giving preference to the command of Allah Ta'ala and the pleasure of Allah Ta'ala over what we want. And to submit to Allah Ta'ala entirely. So we desire something, but Allah Ta'ala's pleasure and demand and command is something else. We suppress our desire. We give in to what Allah Ta'ala wants. That is the first level of ithar, And then within that, we find that deen is filled with the lessons of Ithar, giving preference to others. First thing is preference to the command of Allah Ta'ala, and the pleasure of Allah Ta'ala. But then within that framework, giving preference to others over ourselves, find the whole of deen filled with this. Quran Sharif, the incident of the Ansar Ansari, who fed the guest of Rasulullah and stayed hungry. He and his family stayed hungry. Well-known incident, we are aware of it. Now this is isar. They prefer to not just share what they have, but to forego their right entirely. That is ithar One is to share, mashallah. That's also a wonderful thing. The Sahaba went beyond that. Let alone sharing, they f- decided to forego their right entirely. And stayed hungry for the night. And Allah Ta'ala praised this in the Qur'an Sharif. وَيُؤْثِرُونَ ala anfusihim, bihim They give preference to others over themselves, even though they themselves are starving. But Abdullah bin Umar radiallahu ta'ala عن, he is sick, he is ill. He is lying in bed, ill. Now sometimes when a person is sick, and suddenly desires to eat something particular, Sometimes he doesn't want to eat the things he's normally fond of eating and he wants to eat something different. In that condition he was extremely sick and he felt like eating grapes. So somebody quickly went and bought some grapes, one dirham and came. So as he was about to take some one, one grape from there and start eating, somebody came to the door and knocked and he called out, I'm begging for something in the name of Allah who says give this whole thing to him the whole thing was given away to him he took it and went as he left and he went out somebody else from the gathering walked out they went behind that person told him look you at the end of the day want something so take this one dirham give me that grapes so he sold him that grapes bought that grapes from him from one dirham and came back with it when he came back with it and he presented it to Ibn talan, at that moment another person came along he says, I am asking in the name of Allah Ta'ala. Now he is desiring this and especially when a person is desiring something and then it comes right in front of him. He wants to eat something in particular. That time it becomes something overwhelming sometimes, at times. And then it's right in front of him now. And now again somebody else is asking. He says, give this whole thing to him. Again somebody walks out and he goes and buys that grapes from that beggar again for one dirham. You want something for yourself, for your needs, sell me this for one dirham. He sells it to him. This person brings that grapes and comes along. For the third time the same thing happens. Then somebody went and bought it and came again and one person stood at the door. In case somebody else comes, he'll just give him something from the door and let him go. And Ibn Amradi Allah, is now given this to eat. The narrator says that had he known, had he known that this was the same grapes coming back, he would never have tasted it. Because he gave it for the sake of Allah Ta'ala, he would never have tasted it. Not that there is anything haram with it. But he would have never taken it, because he say he would have, this was his policy. I parted with it for Allah Ta'ala, that is it now. I won't want to have anything to do with it. So this was Isar That suppressing... One's need, not just sharing, but giving it up entirely for somebody else. Now this is the lesson of a very high caliber, very high level. But it starts off in small things, it starts off in sharing, and it builds up to this. Then a person comes to the point like Ibrahim well, is ready to give that preference over the, to the command of Allah Ta'ala over his own natural feeling for his child. That child was born when he is now past 80 years. And that child who after so much of du'as and so much of desire and wish and aspiration for a child, that child came. And now that child is of an age that he is now able to assist the father. And now this command comes slaughter this child. When a person has developed this ithar in mundane things, now it becomes simple to give preference to the command of Allah Taala in everything, across the board. So, in any case, Ibrahim wasalam, sets out to do this, but he wants to prepare this child mentally for it. He's after all a child. So he says to him, "Inni arafil manami, Anni azbahuk, fanzur tara." I have seen in a dream that I am slaughtering you. What do you have to say about it? After all, he's a child, but this child also was a child of Khalilullah. This child also was a child who was a child of a Nabi of Allah Taala, and to become a Nabi of Allah Taala. And he says, "Ya abatif alma Ma tumar. that preference to the command of Allah Taala over everything else. The command of Allah Taala, then you must do it. And how must you do it? What I will do in the process. The knife is going to come on me. What, what will I do? Satajiduni, You will find me among the patient. I will not make a hue and cry and try to run away and make things difficult for you. I'll remain patient. salat wa Salam was merely preparing this child, but this child was more than prepared. But what we learn in all this is that total submission and giving preference to the command of Allah Ta'ala over one's life also. Everything else can be secondary. The command of Allah Ta'ala can't be moved anywhere. And this is the lesson. Ibrahim Salatul gave us this lesson. Total submission. His family gave us this lesson. His son gave us his lesson. His wife gave us this lesson. When Ibrahim ﷺ is ordered before this incident already to go and leave his wife and that infant child in a barren place, nothing, no means of survival, no food, no drink, no shelter, the little provisions that is taken along, that will get finished in a short while. Now he must move. So he leaves them. No questions asked. His policy was give to Allah Ta'ala what Allah Ta'ala is asking. Allah Ta'ala will give what we want. So he gave what Allah Ta'ala wanted. Our manner with Allah Ta'ala is when something is not going in order, there's a problem, ya Allah, you sort my business out, then I'll do this. Then I'll stop committing all guna. Ya Allah, you remove this difficulty from me, then I'll Give a thousand rand in sadaqah. So ya Allah, you first do my work, then I'll do yours. So we're negotiating with Allah Ta'ala. You do my work, I'll do yours. As if Allah Ta'ala is in need of us. Whereas we are in need of Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala is not in need of us. We have to first do for Allah Ta'ala and then ask Him. First make that salatul hajah. First make that, give that sadaqa. And they are those servants of Allah Ta'ala who sometimes for on one need. They made 50 rakats of Salatul Haja. But we make two rakats now, but now what's the problem now? I already made Salatul Haja and nothing came still. As if that two would have been like some great achievement that we made two rakats Salatul Haja. If Allah Ta'ala doesn't take us to task for how we performed it, that two would be His grace. So first we do for Allah Ta'ala. Then beg him. So in any case, Ibrahim Sallallahu goes and leaves them. And then he now is about to turn away and leave. His wife is asking him, that, are you going to leave us here? This barren place, no means of survival. How are you going to live here? So he is ordered not to say anything. Eventually she turns the question in a different way. She asks, is the order of Allah Ta'ala? He replies by indication, Yes. Is the order of Allah Ta'ala. So what is her response now? If that is the case, it's a command of Allah Ta'ala, He won't allow us to perish. We are submitting to Him, He'll protect us. We are doing what He wants, He will do what we want. This is a woman who's going to get left alone in this barren place, with an infant child, with no means of survival. And this is her tawakkul, this is her yaqeen in Allah Ta'ala. That if it's a command of Allah Ta'ala, then we submit to it. No questions asked. la So Ibrahim Sallallahu Salaam now leaves them. And he is now a little away. He stands at a point where now they cannot see him. And then he turns to Allah Ta'ala. Now he did what Allah Ta'ala wanted him to do. Now he turns and he begs Allah Ta'ala, inni إِنِّي أَسْكَنْتُ مِنْ bi بِوَادٍ غَيْرِذِي زَرْعٍ عِنْدَ Muharram. Ya Allah, I left my family in this place. Nothing, no means of survival here. No vegetation, nothing. غير ذي زَرْعٍ Why? رَبَّنَا لِيُقِيمُ الصلاة. First thing. Allah, so that they will establish salah. I left them by the sacred place. So that they will establish salah. Oh, this is a lesson. Ibrahim is giving us these lessons. All lessons which are in our deen. How much of salah have we established in our lives? Establishing salah, the whole Qur'an Sharif is filled with iqamat There is no way where it is just perform salah. Besides the one place where it is in the midst of the battlefield, where there is, in our context, bullets flying. There it is performed the salah. Lengthy detail behind it. Otherwise, everywhere else is iqamat salah that in the midst of the battlefield to maintain the khushu is a very difficult thing. So there you excused a little bit. The rest of the places, فَاقِيمُوا salah. الَّذِينَ يُقِيمُونَ salah. Those who establish salah. Establishing salah is performing it regularly, five times a day. With all the adab and etiquette. Performing it with jama'ah in the masjid. Performing it on its time. So in any case, first he says, لَيُقِيمُوا salah. Now he's asking Allah Ta'ala, فَجْعَلْ afidatam مِّنَ النَّاسِ تَهْوِي إِلَيْهِمْ Ya Allah, you incline the hearts of people towards them. Now he's making dua to Allah Ta'ala. Ya Allah, you incline the hearts of people towards them, that now they are alone here, they'll need some company someplace. They'll need somebody to accompany them so that they can live their life easily. So Ya Allah, you incline the hearts of people to them. He did first what Allah Ta'ala asked him to do left his wife and child in a situation where apparently there's only now destruction. There's only death staring them in the face. What's the command of Allah Ta'ala. Now he's making dua, Ya Allah, you make the hearts of people inclined to them. What was the effect of this dua? He needed it most for them there. But Allah Ta'ala gave him. Allah Ta'ala inclined the hearts of people to him and his family in how? What a way. And he's that one personality who the Muslims obviously respect very, very greatly every nabi of allah taala and among them ibrahim raseatou we have a very special respect for him who was some al muslimin nabi Salaam came in his progeny also but apart from the muslims he is that personality though they don't have any basis for their for their allegiance to him but even the jews revere him even the christians revere him every community holds him in high esteem this was the effect of this dua he gave Allah Ta'ala what Allah Ta'ala commanded, left his family, left his wife and child in a situation that apparently they're going to end up in destruction. Now he turned to Allah Ta'ala, مِنَ النَّاسِ <إِلَيْهِم> Ya Allah, you incline the hearts of people to them. Up to this day, everybody reverses him. <الثَّمَرَات> ya Allah, you give them the fruit. Fruit, the samarat is a very, very wide concept. Or this word samarat is very inclusive. Every good is included in it. But the literal translation is fruit. So even if we just take the literal translation, that too is so effective up to this day, that in that spot where he made the dua, meaning Makkah Mukarramah, then in that spot, in that place, you'll get the fruit of the world, though hardly anything, nothing grows there. And many a times people say that the fruit, the best fruit of this country, which we don't see here, you'll get it there. You won't buy it here too. You can't buy it also here. You want to buy it, you'll buy it there. This is the effect of that dua. But what? He gave first what Allah Ta'ala asked him to give. Not the way we negotiate with Allah Ta'ala. Allah, you do my work for me, then I'll do yours. Allah Ta'ala is not in need of us. He gave what Allah Ta'ala commanded. Allah Ta'ala now gave him what he asked for and gave him more than what he wanted. So this is the lesson Ibrahim salallahu sallam, is giving us that we have to give to Allah Ta'ala. What do we give to Allah Ta'ala? The first is that we, Ibrahim Salam, was asked to slaughter something also. We have also been asked to slaughter something. He was ready, he went to slaughter his son. Allah Ta'ala opened the doorways for him. That son got saved also and all his needs got fulfilled also. What we have been asked to slaughter is something within ourselves. That is that nafs, that temptations, those haram desires. When a person will slaughter that, then Allah Ta'ala will fulfill what he wants. When a person gives into that haram temptations, what does he want out of it? He wants something inside his heart, some kind of pleasure or happiness or some kind of whatever he is looking for. But it's all inside the heart that he's looking for something. When he will slaughter this for Allah Ta'ala, in the hadith Nabi S.A.W. says, a Hadith hadith Qudsi that Allah Ta'ala says, that, min sa that this haram glance, this lustful glance, is a poisonous arrow of shaitan. biha imanan yajidu halawatahu fi qalbihi that the person who will forsake this will slaughter it that temptation to commit that haram glance i will give him such iman in his heart that he will taste its sweetness now that is what he is looking for in everything he is looking for some sweetness in his heart but it's not to be found in the haram there's only further restlessness and a person like trying to quench his thirst with the salty water of the ocean for that one moment he'll feel something cool and then he'll only increase his thirst. It'll barely go down his tongue and it'll make him even more thirsty. And as a result his restlessness will grow. Because he's more thirsty. And a thirsty person is restless. So he'll only keep increasing his thirst and his restlessness. And here he did what Allah Ta'ala wanted. That sweetness comes directly in his heart. He gets that peace, that tranquility, that happiness, which everybody else is looking for outside. So this is the first thing to give. Give what Allah Ta'ala wants. That we slaughter. Slaughter that nafs within us. That desires, that haram temptations. Then give what Allah Ta'ala wants from us in terms of our obligations of deen. Our five times salah. As we said, Ibrahim salat salam, his whole life is a lesson of ishq. The salah also is the same test of ishq. Ibrahim salam was tested in his ishq in one way. We also, this is a, whole thing is ishq. If you consider the salah, the five salah of the day, Allah ta'ala could have given us the command that perform five salah, perform ten salah also. Perform it when you want. You want perform all at night, up to you. Or perform it all in the morning, first thing and the rest of the day you're free. Do what you want. But no, you can't do it when you want. Inna <inaudible> salata There's fixed times for the salah. nahari wa min al Not when we want. So now the person is in a deep sleep, and he wants to continue sleeping, and it's a summer month. So he's just now barely getting into the real depth of that sleep, because he slept late also. And Fajr is so early. And now the command is that now you wake up and go and fulfill the dictates of that Ishq. Allah Ta'ala is calling you now. Not when you wake up. You wake up on the order of Allah Ta'ala. And now go to the masjid in the house of Allah Ta'ala and fulfill the dictates of this Ishq. So another person goes, wakes up, goes and performs his salah. Now he comes and then he goes to his work, he goes to his business, he goes to whatever. And now when he is engrossed in the midst of it, and it's a very busy time of the year also, and the shop is full also, Allah Ta'ala says, now drop everything on my command and come back and affirm your isht. Like Ibrahim Sallallahu wa was ready to drop everything and fulfill the order of Allah Ta'ala. Figuratively speaking, drop his wife and child in so to say the mouth of destruction. Figuratively speaking. Whatever it is, Allah Taala's command. I'm ready. So now the time of zohar came. Now I drop everything and come back to affirm that Ishq. So now he comes and performs the zohar salah. He went back. Now it got even more busy. I got even more busy. Leave it again and come for asr. Now it's getting to the peak of the day. So leave everything and come back because Allah Taala is now saying that you're not here in this dunya for that business. You're not in this dunya for all the occupations of dunya you are here for my recognition for my ibadat and you have made a claim of ishq you have said la ilaha you have negated everything but Allah now stand up to the claim now affirm that so now come back to asr I came performed his asr salah and now he finally went home he barely even just reached home and now it's time for maghrib leave everything come back Now after Maghrib, he goes home. Now he's eaten his meal and he's probably a long day he's had and he's extremely tired and sometimes in the summer months, we still have it easy. Isha is quarter to nine or something. In some countries, Isha is at 11 o'clock. It's at half past 11 in the peak of summer. Like in many places of the world currently, Isha is at 11 o'clock, half past 10 and 11 o'clock. Now you wait, you can't go to sleep still. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, it is... Allah Ta'ala dislikes that a person sleeps or it is disliked that a person sleeps before Isha and engages in idle talk after Isha. Because he sleeps before Isha, he's putting Isha in risk. So now you wait and come back and reaffirm that Ishq. You want to sleep now but you can't sleep, don't sleep. First come to the house of Allah Ta'ala and reaffirm that Ishq. Ibrahim as Ishq was tested and at every step He fulfilled that test completely. We are also under the same test of ishq every day. (coughs) Five times a day. He gave what Allah Ta'ala wanted. Allah Ta'ala gave him what he wanted. We are also required to give. First to give up our haram temptations. Give up the haram that we get involved in. The second is to give in to the commands of Allah Ta'ala to submit to the commands of Allah Ta'ala. When we will do this, then Allah Ta'ala will do for us what we want. In wa yuthabbit Then we give in to fulfilling the commands of Allah Ta'ala and to helping the deen of Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala then will fulfill what we need. Dunya is a test. This test comes with all kinds of challenges. But in all this, a person will still be At peace and tranquil and he'll have no he won't be overwhelmed with the things that go around him like Ibrahim wasalam, he's being thrown in that fire of Namrud he's been catapulted and as he's about to fall he's airborne he's right in so to say the point where he's going to now fall into this fire and at that time even the angels are now perturbed what is going to happen to Khalilullah Ibrahim wasalam, comes rushing and he says can I do something Ibrahim Salam at that point also asks him, that did you come of your own accord? Or Allah Ta'ala commanded you? He says, no, Allah Ta'ala didn't command me, but I came with the permission of Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala didn't command me to come. Allah Ta'ala didn't command you to come, Amma ilayka fala. Then I don't need your help also. Allah Ta'ala knows what's going on with me. Allah Ta'ala is well aware. If He commanded you, well and good. If Allah Ta'ala didn't command you, then my matter is with Allah Ta'ala. in so to say the jaws of death but the composure is still there The challenge is a challenge insan is insan but he won't lose his composure in whatever because his heart is with Allah because his heart is strengthened with the link with Allah so the challenges will be there he'll also feel pain he'll also feel the difficulties and whatever else going wrong. he's a human being after all but his heart will still be tranquil with Allah Ta'ala. He won't get overwhelmed with what goes around. So this is a lesson that is being given to us in these days that we are passing, these Mubarak days, that how to submit ourselves entirely to Allah Ta'ala, give to Allah Ta'ala what Allah Ta'ala wants from us, and Allah Ta'ala will give us what we want from Him. This is the way Allah Ta'ala's sunnah and His method is in the dunya, with His servants, that when they will do what He wants, Allah Ta'ala will do for them what they want. So this we require to be reflecting on, sitting and pondering about, and then putting ourselves in that situation where we are ready to reaffirm this ishq, uh, this claim of love that we have made at every juncture, come what may, we will put anything and everything aside, but not the command of Allah wa Ta'ala. May Allah Ta'ala grant me the tawfiq and all of us that we totally submit ourselves to Allah ta'ala. And we become his true and obedient servants. Wa Make zikr for a short while and then dua. Mm-hmm.
1: It's
0: reported in the hadith that the person who recites La ilaha illallah a hundred times daily, Allah will cause his face to shine like the fourteenth moon on the day of Qiyama. What this means is that, inshallah, he will get the tawfiq of doing righteous actions, staying away from sin. And as a result of this, he will get this great honor on the day of qiyamah. And saying, La ilaha, then to imagine that one has thrown out of one's heart everything, all the ghayrullah, like La ilaha, negating everything. All the dirt, all the filth, all the sin, all the haram, all the illicit things, everything that is becoming an obstacle in the path of Allah Ta'ala, and in the love of Allah Ta'ala everything has been like dirt and filth been thrown out and then illallah there is this nur that is settling in the heart and is brightening and illuminating the heart which is the love of Allah Ta'ala La ilaha illallah
2: Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu tabaraka wa ta'ala alayhi wa ala alihi wa ashabi and وَبَارَكَ Lord is the كَثِيرًا يَا the صَلِّ who is the أَبَدَا عَلَى حَبِيبِكَ خَيْرِ الْخَلْقِ كُلِّهِمْ one اللَّهُ the نَبِيَّنَا who is صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ بما هو أهله. La ilaha illallah 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 la illallah اللهم لا in the law, the law, the محمد الرسول الله صلى الله تبارك وتعالى عليه وسلم دل میرا ہو جائے ایک میدان ہوں मेरे तन में बजाए आमोग दरद दिल हो दर दे दिल हो दर दे दिल नसशता दोनों ने मिलकर हाई किया है मुझ को तबाह एमेरे मौला मेरी मदद कर चाहताहूं में तेरी पना मुझसा खल्क में कोई नहीं को बद be maghar ghaffar mere mere la 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 Inna Allah la ilaha la ilaha la ilaha la 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 ilaha illallah La ilaha illallah La ilaha illallah La ilaha illallah La ilaha illallah, illallah Muhammadun Rasulullah Sallallahu tabarak wa ta'ala Alayhi wa sallam
0: Beside Allah hundred times with this imagination just as we are saying Allah with our mouths and tongues. There's a tongue in the heart also that is also saying Allah. Allah,
2: Allah, Jalaluhu, Allah, 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 Allah,
1: Allah, Allah, Allah.
2: عاشقوں کا مینہ اور جام ہے اللہ اللہ کیسا پیارا نام ہے عاشقوں کا مینہ اور جام ہے آہ راجز نبود راز را غیر خدا محرم نبود ah ran juz asma ham nam raze ra ghair e khuda mehram nabud inahi bandara ruswam kun garbadam man sirre man pedam kun bandara ruswam kun garbadam man sirre man हर तमन्ना दिल से रुखसत हो गईं अब तो आ जा अब तो हो गईं हर को
0: اللهم لك الحمد كله ولك الشكر كله اللهم لا نحسي ثناء عليك أنت كما أثنيت
2: على نفسك جز الله عنا نبينا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو
0: أهله ربنا ولمنا أنفسنا وإن لم تغفلنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين ربنا لا تزغ قلوبنا بعد إذ هديتنا وهب لنا من لدنك رحمة إنك أنت الوهاب ربنا إنك جمع الناس اليوم لا ريب فيه إن الله لا يخلف الميعاد اللهم ثبتنا على الإيمان وأمتنا على الإيمان واحشرنا يوم القيامة مع الإيمان يا مقلب القلوب ثبت قلوبنا على دينك يا مصرف القلوب صرف قلوبنا على طاعتك اللهم إنا نسلك الهدى والتقى والعفا والغنى اللهم آت نفوسنا تقواها وزكها أنت خير من زكاها أنت وليها ومولاها إله العالمين الله العالمين الله ومس الله most kind and gracious الله most loving Allah, ilahu ya Allah, you forgive us, ya Allah. Ya Allah, forgive all our major and minor sins, ya Allah. Ya Allah, forgive the entire ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi Ya Allah, remove the difficulties of the ummah, ya Allah. Ya Allah, remove the hardships of the ummah, ya Allah. Ya Allah, forgive the ummah, ya Allah. Ya Allah, forgive one and all, ya Allah. Allah, show down your mercy on the ummah, Ya Allah. ya Allah, make us your true and obedient servants, Ya Allah. Allah, enable us to submit to you in everything, Ya Allah. Allah, enable us to temple all of the haram temptations, Ya Allah. Allah, save us from all the evil and vice, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, save us from the temptations of our nafs, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, save us from the traps of shaitan, Ya Allah. Allah, for too long we have followed nafs and shaitan, Ya Allah. Allah, all that we got out of it was misery, Ya Allah. All that we got out of it was الله, hardship and difficulty, Ya Allah. All that we got out of it was destruction, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, for too long we have destroyed ourselves, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you remove us from this destruction, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you make us your true and obedient servants, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, make us fulfill all your commands, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, enable us to perform our five times Salah with Jama'ah, Ya Allah. Grant us khushu and khudu <inizi> and in our Salah, Ya Allah. Enable us to perform it in a way that you are pleased with us, Ya Allah. Ya alamin give us a topic of making tilaw of the Quran Sharif daily, Ya Allah. Allah, enable us to remember you every day, Ya Allah. Allah, enable us to fulfill all your laws, Ya Allah. save us from all the fitnah and fasad, Ya Allah. Save us from all the vices and evil, Ya Allah. Allah, save us from the sins of the eyes, Ya Allah. Allah, save us from watching all the haram and filth, Ya Allah. we have polluted our hearts, Ya Allah. Allah, this heart that is your gift, Ya Allah. Allah, this heart is such a great organ you've given us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we have messed this heart up with so much of filth, Ya Allah. Allah, how we will answer on the day of Qiyamah, Ya Allah. How will we face you on the day of qiyamah ya Allah? How will we stand in front of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam? Ya Allah purify our hearts ya Allah. Ya Allah purify our eyes ya Allah. Ya Allah purify our ears ya Allah. Ilahul alamin ya Allah save us from all the fitnah and fasad ya Allah. Ya Allah enable us to stay away from all these evils and filth ya Allah. Ya Allah keep us on sirat al-mustaqim ya Allah. Ya Allah guide us to the straight path ya Allah. Keep us on the straight path ya Allah. Ilahul alamin save us from all the isms ya Allah. Save us from all the deviation ya Allah. keep us on the way that will take us directly to you ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant the best of dunya and the best of akhirat. Ya Allah. Allah all those who are sick, give them shifai kamila, ajila, mustamirra, daima. Allah, all those who are in debts, ya Allah, make the means of their payment of their debts easy, ya Allah. Allah'u Whatever difficulties and hardships anybody is in, remove it, ya Allah. Allah, whatever anxieties and worries and depression anybody has, ya Allah, remove it, ya Allah. Ya Allah, all those who have passed away, fill their qabrs with noor, ya Allah. Make their complete ma'akhfirat, ya Allah. Grant them the high stages in the akhirat, ya Allah. Allah at the time of our death, take us with the kalima, la ilaha Im- Allah, Muhammadur Rasulullah. Yalla Allah, take on iman-e-kamil, ya Allah. Take us on tawbat en nasu ya Allah. Ya grandest grant us on iman ya Allah, give us... Khatma bil khair ya Allah. Ya Allah, give us an easy death, ya Allah. Ilahul alamin ya Allah, take us at the time that you are pleased with us and we are pleased with you, ya Allah. Ya Allah, make our qabr's gardens of jannah for us, ya Allah. Grant us the shifaat of Rasulullah, sallallahu alaihi wa sallam. Give us jannatul for firdaus without any reckoning, ya Allah. Ilahul alamin ya Allah. Ya Allah, all those who are, ya Allah. Ya Allah, present you are the know of the unseen, ya Allah. Ya Allah, you know what is the cry of each person's heart, ya Allah. Allah alamin ya Allah. Fulfill each one's pious aspirations, ya Allah. Fulfill each one's needs from the ghayb, ya Allah. Remove each one's difficulties and hardships, ya Allah. Allah alamin ya Allah. All the good that Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam asked for. Ya Allah, we also begging for all the good. Ya Allah, whatever Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam sought refuge from, ya Allah, you grant us protection as well, ya Allah. Allah, minna nasaluka min khayri maa sa'alaka minhu nabiyuka wa habibuka seyyiduna Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. wa na'udhu bika min shari masta'adaka minhu nabiyuka wa habibuka alayhi wa sallam anta al musta'an wa alayikal balag wala hawla wala quwata illa billahi al-aliyyil azim wa sallallahu ta'ala ala khayri khalqihi seyyidina muhammadi wa alihi wa ashabihi jma'in walhamdulillah wa rahmatullah